making a video game? Bullshit. Jeffrey Wittenhagen, and I'm a published author and collector extraordinaire. My latest book, The Complete NES, with a Kickstarter sensation, is fully funded and ready to rock and roll. I also have a Patreon book series called The Video Game Culture Chronicles that you could subscribe to at patreon.com slash the subcon3. And we've got guys. Hey, hey, I'm big into uh, no death runs, high score runs, uh collector of all things vintage and retro uh, pretty much anything video game related also collect figures vinyl vhs tap handles old beer signs and old beer steins please call our number leave a voicemail or a text message at 262-264-VGBS so before we segue into the main topic of wrestling with wwe 2k16 mm-hmm. i do want to use another segue of what i have upcoming which will be way in the past by the time the episode comes out but um you know going to i'm going to a gaming convention this weekend and i'm gonna do a homebrew game panel so like what is a homebrew game and i'm gonna do comparisons of stuff and i'm gonna do it vgbs podcast style you should record it on your uh, iPhone. I'm going to record it for sure. Um, I don't know how good the quality will be, but I'll have two different recordings going. I'll have one to give my voice, and then I'll have one that'll be like of the entire room on speakerphone or something. Hopefully, it goes well. But yeah, that's the thing is that um, I'm going to do it like cross, you know, talking with people. Hopefully, there's more than just like one person in the panel. Because it, it can be hit or miss at gaming conventions for sure. Um, I'm no James Rolfe, so it's <laughs> I'm not the video game nerd. So it's a it's a live panel, and I'm gonna bullshit. I'm bringing my small um, LCD TV that I'm gonna bring my Famicom with, so I can play some homebrew games while I talk about them. Um, I'm gonna do comparisons of what a homebrew is versus a reproduction. Uh, what makes them a homebrew? Like, it's gonna be pretty cool. It'd be educational for everybody. Um, You're the go-to there. guy, though, for that stuff, because you taught me, like, because I didn't know, like, the terminology. No, and it's it's that thing where, like, the community in general is confused on it, unless you're, like, a huge member into it on Nintendo Age or Nestev. Like, you don't know that Mr. Gimmick is a reproduction. Or some of these games that people think might think are homebrew are reproductions or prototype releases or, or hacks or hacks. Hacks is hacks is a big one. You got to touch the difference between homebrews and hacks. Mm-hmm. People always think that like if someone changes the game a little bit, it's like considered a homebrew. Yeah, and and the other thing is is that is something like. 
Ultimate Frogger a homebrew? And I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> that is the hardest one for me too, because <laughs> technically, I mean, I mean, Kahan Games does those, and he does like ET. He did Leisure Suit Larry. Mm-hmm. None of those are his original idea or gameplay, mm-hmm. but he coded them from the ground up. Yeah, it's a gray area. It's a it's a super gray area, and the thing is, is that then what do you consider? 90% of the NES library that was programmed off of other IPs or Commodore games or arcade games. Yeah, it opens up that can. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a legitimate game. Yeah, because of that right there. I mean, if you think about it in normal NES programming. Galaga and Pac-Man and shit. Yeah, the guy who programmed those, is he still programmed the game. It's still a game. It's not a hack of a Nintendo a hack of an arcade game on Nintendo like it's still a game so I guess maybe the the definition that we're getting at like if the guy made it from scratch mm-hmm. if, if he programmed the code um, then it's a homebrew if he took somebody else's game modified a few things and released it it is not a homebrew it's more of a hack. Because the levels are the same, or maybe a little different, but built around the same like idea. Yeah, it's it's generally the same. And it's just like the, the one that's the biggest question for me, because I don't know the basis of the programming, is the game Streamers that came out about a year or two ago. And it looks just like buying a Commando. Everything about it, and the fact that you like use the little streamer though like streamers in action 52 but it's with better graphics better um controls but everything feels to me like buying a commando like it's really weird so i don't know if they like hacked buying a commando or they programmed it from the ground up and just got lucky (laughs) i don't know Hmm. and it's an interesting one that is the biggest amalgam right now for homebrews for me is knowing like where that game came from but yeah, that, it'll be a really cool panel. I I've done like you know articles for magazines on home NES Homebrew 101. I mean, I did one in Nintendo Force for them, but I've done like Homebrew spotlights for like online publications too. So it'll be really cool. Um, my main thing is those. Hopefully, while I'm there, because I'll have a table set up. Hopefully, I sell some books. So the main episode. We need to do our WWE episode. Yep, we got time now. Yep, we got a good hour. Hell yeah. So, WWE 2K16 came out a few a couple weeks ago. Um, probably a couple months ago by the time this episode's out, but that's okay. So, WWE 2K16 is a yearly released game by 2K Games, um, based on, obviously, professional wrestling. They usually use it to upgrade every year to put out the new roster, um, and they do some cool aspects like, I don't know, change up some gameplay mechanics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Treats. So, so what's been cool, though, is I have not been getting the WWE games every year. When was the last one you got? <laughs> hmm. Fire Pro Wrestling Returns. <laughs> so, back the same as you. I think Legends of Wrestling, Fire Pro, yeah, that era. PlayStation 2. <laughs> I, I want to say it was probably like one of the Raw or SmackDown games on the PlayStation 2 was the last one that I got. Um, I did rent and play like two years ago's game, and I just didn't care for it. 
Uh, maybe it was even last year's, and I didn't care for it. But sometimes it's like that because I love Legends of Wrestling, but I got Legends of Wrestling too, and I just again, I, it just didn't strike a chord with me. And and with these two K games, they change mechanics and major stuff every year. Uh, it's not like a rehash usually. So this year they changed a bunch of stuff. And just so you know, Kyle, because you like your, you know, war zones and stuff like that. <laughs> Classic, hell yeah. This is not a fighter where you've been put in input fighting <laughs> moves to to fight your wrestlers. Okay, yeah, that was what I was going to ask. Like, that's a big thing, though, because like, then there's the other 64 deal where you press a direction and you do a certain move like yes. the um, WCW treats. This is kind of like that one. There is no button mashing whatsoever in WWE 2K16. So basically, I mean, you guys get in a grapple type thing. And like at the beginning when they're doing the classic wrestling tie-up, for example, uh-huh. it shows two different meters on the left and the right. One's your, your meter and then one's your enemy's meter, um, your opponent's meter. And basically, you just rotate the um, the analog stick to find the sweet spot. As soon as you find the sweet spot, you leave it there, and your meter turns from blue to red. And as soon as the red gets all the way outside, you win that round. So both you and your opponent are trying to find the sweet spot quicker, and the speed that the red swells up is depending on how how damaged you are. Is there a way you can beat the computer like nearly every time? I mean, as long as you find the sweet spot quicker, yeah, it seems like it. Um, I've been fi- I've been beating them most of the time, but they even all this out too with stamina. So you can't just run around and do move after move after move after move. You have to pace yourself like a wrestling match. This makes you pace yourself like a real wrestling match, so it makes it very realistic. Also, like your reversals, like you have to time your reversal. So you just got to press the reversal button at the right time. If you do it too quickly or too late, you can't reverse it. That's like Legends of Wrestling, which reminds me of like Mario RPG when you block a hit or do a double hit. I got so good at that. It's funny. Now they limit that as well, so you can't just spam reversals. Damn it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Cheap man. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, though. When people go at it with the Kyle Gilbert mentality, you have the computer Skynet, which will never get beat. And then they just beat the shit out of you when you put it on Legendary. You can't get beat. Damn. So how they mitigated that was is now they have the whole stamina thing. Now, I still can destroy the freaking guys because there's still ways to work around everything and glitch it out. Like Warzone, I'm like untouchable. Yeah, I I still can do a one-sided match. It kind of renders it moot in a way. Yeah. And it's like, why even play it at all? I mean, that's... That's the aspect. Now... Here's the coolest thing about this game is that you could be having the best, oh, I'm reversing everything, have good stamina, and then they get a move off on you, and you're just getting, it's like a wrestling match, like you're, they're doing moves on you for a while. And it's like, and when, you, when you're playing it, it's like you wa- you're watching a real wrestling match. So it's, it's very realistic. I'm getting out of that mentality where I need to tap buttons to try to get out of shit. <laughs> like, I, I've been automatically, like, tapping the fucking button to try to get up. Or Andrea was doing, my wife was doing the same exact thing when we were playing, because we were playing, like, tag matches together. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Actually. Well, she, she refuses to play versus me, so it's good to have games where we can play, like, together. That's actually, like, super cool. 
Yeah, so we were playing, you know, tag matches, and we were doing them like tornado tag. We were in the same match at the same time. They've had that for a while, something new, but that, it's mm-hmm. cool that you can play with your wife. Yeah. Um, so, but we're both like tapping buttons. You don't have to. You, all you have to do is reverse it. And the thing is, is in options, you can turn off stamina, you can turn off reversal limits, so you can, quote-unquote, make it more fun if you want to. Oh, I definitely turn off reversal limits. Yeah, I, I, I have now, because it's more fun for me to, to play it that way. The challenge is, I want to be able to like see if I can get it every time. Exactly. And the thing is, though, is that even with the limits on, I didn't notice a max out, so I, I must not have even been spamming it at that point. <laughs> spam world it is though it is man and that's what it ends up being because basically all the games i get like a set approach to like how the game works and then i find little ways to break it <laughs> yeah and i just take advantage of it and the first thing that's back with this game that a lot of games haven't had in a while is that they do like a um a replay now too so they pick out like really cool spots or moves and they'll show them after you win or lose and they'll show like the best parts of that match. That's cool. Which is really awesome. So like and it's not just like the finisher and the pin. Like they'll show you hitting a big move and getting a two count. Or they show like you doing a dive to the outside of the ring or something that's like pretty cool, like a top rope move or something. Like they'll show those in the replay and that, that makes it super interesting to watch and play. The roster, there's 120 wrestlers in the main roster, which is sick. And that's why Vince retains all the rights to his wrestlers. Yeah. And what what's awesome, though, is that <laughs> there's 100 slots for created wrestlers. So you can use them freely as they want. That's so you cool. can make whatever you want in there so Hulk Hogan can exist again because WWE has fucking killed him. Yep, you did that. So, but you can you make a Hulk Hogan um, or a Benoit. <laughs> but what's even cooler, though, because <laughs> the created wrestler is just as complex, if not more complex, than it's ever been. You can do anything. You can even put your own face off of a camera phone and put it into the game. Scrappy. And we're going to put Scrappy's head in there. His chihuahua, we're going to totally his, his life, his emotionless face. I tried uploading my face, and like the picture was like sideways, so I got to figure out how to do it right. Oh. I don't know how to do it right yet. I'll mess around with it some more, though. But yeah, so you could spend the hours to make 100 characters, but they have, like, the online, you just go to the community, and you it sorts it by most downloaded wrestlers and top guy CM Punk, and you can download a perfect CM Punk with the moveset and everything. And then you can change it a little bit to your liking? If there's something that isn't to your own personal standard, you can modify it. For all the listeners, the first time... Jeff and I really had a like a glorious time was with Warzone for N64. Oh yeah, and that's when you could customize. I think that was maybe even the first fully customizable. Like, but we figured out ways to make a lot of guys, and they look great. In my opinion, they look fucking fantastic for what it was on the internet. Like, because the the created wrestlers weren't as complex as they are now. And I think all the little stuff was based on numbers. Like, we could look up the number tables online since the internet was slow at the time. But we could look up the number tables so we could create somebody. But then we would go and tweak it and make it perfect. And we would just sit there, like, you know, we'd have, like, weekend, you know, like, parties and just fuck around with shit and come up with, you know, Vader and Mr. Perfect and Rick Rude. And and, and not drink all my dad's booze. <laughs> <laughs> 
definitely not do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. he, he'll never listen to this podcast we're good <laughs> even if he does we're coming to take more motherfucker and dad I'm coming to take more from your ass too motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious because my, my sister would say we used to go and fill it back up with you know up to a certain level with like water or something I'm like we never even bothered we just kept drinking (laughs) like we just drank it I think maybe my dad was getting senile by the time we started doing it we're good you can't stop the pirates but see that was like that's part of our nostalgia was those (laughs) wrestling weekends where we were having a good time and we could save it you could save it on your memory card and then we could both have it and this gets us back to it well yeah and you, you can just add more characters I mean like it's just the coolest thing. So so not only can you create characters, but you can create belts, rings, arenas, logos, everything. The arena thing's really cool, and the logo thing. And you can upload pictures. So, like, if you downloaded, um, for example, the Sandman, you can not only upload his face to make his face perfect... But you could upload all his tattoos. You could upload his Sandman shirt logo. You could upload everything. So he, he is the Sandman. He has the Sandman's wrestling t-shirt on. That's fucking amazing. Blood, sweat, and beers, baby. So I've been downloading people, and it's like they all look perfect. It's it's scary, actually. That guy would fucking drink like six beers before he even start wrestling. Epic motherfucker. So that's great. And and that's the thing is like ECW style yesterday because you can they limit you on your downloads to twenty a day. Um, that's probably just to keep people from just downloading constantly all day and bogging down their servers, which makes sense um, when you have that many copies floating around. But um, I downloaded every ECW wrestler pretty much now that's on the server right now, so I have like everybody. Like, like I even have, I mean, I have Shane Douglas, obviously. I even have New Jack. looks perfect, like New Jack, with his gear on and everything. Like, anybody, uh, that's everybody. I got the whole triple threat. You got Mustafa? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not get Mustafa. <laughs> Nobody wants Mustafa. Got the BWO. <laughs> All three. I, I didn't get a lot. A lot of the, the bit characters, they're not on there yet. Like, they didn't have, they had one Beulah McGillicuddy, and she didn't look like Beulah. So I didn't get her. But, like, I even have, like, Steve Carino and <laughs> Justin Credible and Mike Awesome. You always have to have Justin because he's a, he's a mainstay for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one guy that I didn't see or I didn't look for yet was Masada Tanaka. But they did have Tajiri on there. So that was interesting. Justin Credible got, got kind of fat. Yeah, this, I mean, all the characters <laughs> I'm getting are the classic ECW version. So I'm trying to think, like, who I didn't get yet. You got, like, you know, like, Sabu, RVD, kind of. Of course. Like, Dudley's, all that shit. The, the main, like, deals. Mikey Whipwreck's in the game. <laughs> That's, yeah, because you said you, you fight him with the stunning Steve in the storyline. So the one storyline is you play through the entire career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So you get to do the superstar Steve Austin versus... Mikey Whipwreck when Mikey Whipwreck pulls the tights and shows Stone Cold's butt. Superstar, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, Superstar Steve. He was ripping off Hogan's, like... Making fun of him? Yeah. Yeah, it's classic. Um, I haven't even gotten that match yet, like, because basically what the Stone Cold mode does is it allows you to replay his career 
the first match you do is versus Jake the Snake Roberts at King of the Ring. And then they go to versus Bret Hart after that. But in between that, they have like a little side one where I am uh, stunning Steve Austin versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in WCW for the U.S. title. So, pretty cool. Um, now, ironically, you can quote-unquote win while still losing, which is weird. So, so you fight Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13, right? Yeah. That was in the submission match where Bret Hart put the sharpshooter on Stone Cold Steve Austin, lost all the blood, and passed out. Blood from a stone. You you do it. You do that exact match spot for spot mm-hmm. as you wrestle because it says, all right, it gives you goals as you play. So this is what's really cool about this game is is that they say give him a flapjack onto the onto the rope. So once you do the flap, once you actually do the move to do the flapjack, it acts out a little bit of the match. Yeah, it's like part of the little tale of the story. Yeah. So so at the end, it's like hit him with a stunner. So you hit him with a stunner. Uh, you go to do whatever, and Bret Hart reverses you and puts you in the sharpshooter, and you pass out from blood. It was it was really cool. I kind of think it's it's like a history lesson too. No, it is. It, and then they show in between. They show video clips of it. And oh wow! They also show not only video clips, but in game engine clips of the stuff too at certain times, depending. So it's it's all like it's it's fucking awesome. That's one mode. They have the normal exhibition where you can do any kind of match ever. They have a whole online where you can do a lot of stuff with people around the world. But they also have, let's see, what is it called? Like My Career or something like that, where you take a created wrestler and you start with them in the developmental territory, which is NXT. You start with them in the developmental territory and work your way all the way up through an entire career of a wrestler. So you go for years upon years upon years as a wrestler. Cool. And there's like milestone goals like uh, win the Royal Rumble three times in your career. <laughs> like crazy shit. Like beat the Undertaker's streak. <laughs> okay. Like there's crazy like goals. And like Going to WrestleMania is not a lifetime goal for that game, because I guess it assumes you'll get there eventually. Because he was, well, first, the main reason was because his spine was fucked up and he couldn't hold his bowels. Why he walked away, though. Oh, like, before that. Yeah. Because he walked away after, I think it was WrestleMania 17 for a year, and then he came back for 19 to do one final match with The Rock. They basically wanted him the job to Brock Lesnar, and he 
walked off. Yeah, in 17. That was WrestleMania 17 era. That was it. So, my question was, do they have careers for anyone else? Is downloadable? Like, how's that looking? Um, that's where the yearly shit comes in, because this is the first time they've done an actual career. But I think the last year they did, like, a, le- a WrestleMania, like, Legends match. So you probably have, like, Macho versus Steamboat or Hogan versus Andre. They did that one year. They did a whole, like, the whole CM Punk fucking pipe bomb era. They did a whole story on that one year. But the mechanics of the game are different, so I don't know if I would enjoy it now that I've, I like this game. I don't know if I'd enjoy it that much. But I bet they'll do some downloadable content or something for another career, maybe. They do have, like, other little story modes. I haven't dug into them yet, so I can't confirm that they're different people. But it looks like there is some different, like, little career highlights for people. I hope there is. Shit. Be awesome. I mean, you might as well. And then the final mode, it's, I call it infinite mode. It's called My Universe Mode. And what you can do is you can create your own shows. Um, they have already in there Raw and SmackDown and I think Superstars or something. But I created ECW. <laughs> and there's an ECW logo in there. So I created ECW. I put all the ECW wrestlers in it. Fuck yeah. And then I created a WWE Legends, so I put all the classic legends like Rick Rude and a bunch of fucking amazingness in there. Because a lot of the wrestlers are already in the game, like Ultimate Warrior, Rick Rude, um, Sergeant Slaughter. Nice. It's cool they already had him in there. Bam Bam Bigelow is already in the game. So he's in ECW too, so. Yes, he is. Triple Threat World. So that helps for that. Yeah, so, so they have that. So you can sit there and you can assign wrestlers to whatever show you want to or multiple shows. Cactus Jack, I'm sure, all the Foley stuff. Yeah, Cactus is in there. I don't think the others are. Really? Yeah. Maybe they are on maybe they're unlockable. I haven't unlocked everything either yet, so I'm not near hundred and twenty yet. The funny thing is I'd only like play as cactus anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean and I I downloaded people like BWO just to beat on. Just to have an ECW like Esque like pay per view or whatever. You gotta have people to fight. So, but the thing is, is that the My Universe mode goes every week in a WWE calendar, and then they end with a pay per view every month. You can change all the logos for everything if you want to. So I can make like Living Dangerously if I wanted to, or some shit. Hell yeah. But um, but like I left all the pay per views so far. I haven't dug in deep until I get my roster done. But I created the shows. And then you can either watch the shows every week or you can simulate them. So basically, if you simulate, like, whoever the computer thinks will win. And then it kind of builds stories based upon that. And you can set rivalries and things, too. So, like, say, um, Sandman versus Raven. Or Tommy Dreamer versus Raven. The whole fucking big thing. Like, awesomeness. And you can set those as, like, month-long storylines and shit. I think you almost need, if you're going to do the, like, the watching it, and I mean, instead of, like, you know, watching an ECW, like, DVD, what would make it meaningful for the game, though, is if you, like, bet money on who's going to win. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's just, it's just, like, a random thing, but it, either that or, like, a drinking game. I think it being random is, the the randomness makes the it infinite, pretty much, and it's interesting for a wrestling fan. Um, because you, it's not scripted now at that point. 
Now, I don't see myself with four different freaking shows watching every match of everything. That would take fucking years. That ain't happening. Is there a way you can do that and then actually have it be like a career kind of thing or have that ingrained into the... And you can play any of it. So I could play every match if I want to. Or you could watch them or you could skip them and they'll play out the results. Yeah, because... I would pretty much play it because it's like the Warzone thing. Once you get so good, you could just play the whole thing. Um, and watching it's cool too, but I mean, why not just throw in an ECW DVD at that point? Exactly. But yeah, and I mean, they do have the storyline aspects now in the game, so that's what's like crazy. Is like you might be able to see a classic ECW storyline play out with random results, which is pretty cool. I I don't know what I'm gonna do with it yet. I'm just trying to make ECW right now and fucking mm-hmm. around. That's and, what I would do. And then after after that, I might just delete everything else and just have an ECW career or something. That might be... Pre- or universe. That might be cool to watch. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Just I, ma- I made it so every match is in Philly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and now, now i got to make the ECW arena or download it or whatever. It might be unlockable when you fight Mikey Whipwreck. Oh, well, here's my next question. Like, so, what's the... Remember how the crowd is, like, so flat and shit? Yeah, it's it's gotten a little better. It's not a lot, huh? I don't think it's not perfect for sure. What's hilarious is my wife noticed like some of the guys they walk weird. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, yeah, they do walk a little weird. Um, the hair, the hair's still a little funny. Like it's not perfect. What about the signs? Do they hold up their little signs and shit? Like I farted and whatever. No. <laughs> Well, most of them are relevant now. Um, really? The craziest thing is that they have a ton of stuff that the announcers say now, so you could pretty much say anybody's name. Um, my name is Jeffrey Kenneth in it. <laughs> also, he says Jeffrey Kenneth. It says when he comes out, coming to the ring from Indiana, Jeffrey Kenneth. <laughs> wow. And then, and then when the commentators are talking, they're like, oh my god, here comes Kenneth. <laughs> I'm like, yes! Can you do fucking stuff or... No, I mean, it's, it's, you get to choose names and things oh. that are already in the, but there's so many. <laughs> Here comes the dirty old cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it doesn't like sound it out. It's like you choose, you choose names. <laughs> it has to be in the game already. So they have pretty much every first name though. That's cool. You could probably make up some funny ones. Oh yeah, it's there's some funny shit. And the funny thing is, is the ones you the ones you download, like the wrestlers, they um use names that sound like the wrestler's name. It's not necessarily their name, so it's kind of funny when the commentators say somebody's last name when it's not like CM Punk, but it's CM something else, like Punk or you know whatever, whatever it ends up being, like Funk or something. Like, hey, Funk's coming over here, like <laughs> Terry. Yeah, it's just funny though, and you, uh, Harold. like Hogan is a different thing. They don't have Hulk or Hogan. I think they have Hulk. They like won't let you like. Oh yeah, and the thing is, I don't know if they're gonna like get online eventually and start deleting all the Hulk Hogan's or something. So I, I downloaded a perfect Hulk Hogan already. <laughs> Poor Hogan, he got them wasted. Oh, waylaid all over, thrown off the bus. I'm not even close to being maxed out in slots yet. I think I I might be at like 60 by now. So it's I'm I'm gonna get another. I'm gonna max out my entire roster and then I'll start I'll start picking and choosing who I have. I remember always the hardest one. I could always make the Hayabusa, and I saw that yours look tight. Oh, the Hayabusa in this game is flawless. Yeah. Oh, my God. He does the move sets perfectly, too. Like, oh, 
His entrance is awesome. Uh, what does he do in the entrance? He comes, like, crawling out. <laughs> and then he, like, comes out in smoke and does this crazy-ass thing. Um, there's a guy, his name is Finn Balor in NXT, and he comes out with like as, like, a demon persona. Well, so that's what they use? And they used his entrance, and it looks awesome with Hayabusa. Okay. Do they have a Jin Station Zake, a.k.a. Hakushi? I haven't seen him yet, but I also haven't looked him up. Uh, he didn't know. He didn't, actually didn't have the tattoos in Japan. No. He only had it in WWE. Yeah. And probably ECW, I think, for his one or two matches that he had. Yeah, in ECW. In the um, one match, Heat Wave 98. Yeah. But they had the ECW matches over in Japan where they were more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had an Ultimo. I, I, I got the Ultimo Dragon. Oh, we gotta have him slipping like twice WrestleMania 20, and they cut it out of the DVD. You'll always remember that. That's how bad that was. Is like whenever you, you don't think Ultimo Dragon with his seven fucking titles, you think him slipping at WrestleMania and falling on his ass like twice. One or two. He slipped like three times in his entrance or some shit. It was bad. Of course, the guy that I love, like, it's. Like screws. <laughs> yeah, like my yeah. dad. He's like every show that I get into, they cancel it. Like of course, it <laughs> just feels that way sometimes. Yeah, I wanted him to do so good, and they just like, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Slipping. We saw that live at your house. <laughs> it was the best part. We're like, oh no! Oh my god! And he and like, again, oh. again. He fell like three times. <laughs> My God! Fuck. Yeah, and then he has like a six disc like greatest hits, you know, from high spots. He has like a thousand titles. He has like never eight, fucked up once. He had like <laughs> eight titles. Like there's like eight women walk out, each holding a belt. So awesome. And then he like slips three hundred times <laughs> at WrestleMania. <laughs> His of WrestleMania course. moment, like like he'd never messed up probably once in Japan. <laughs> Look at Murphy's Law, like striking striking him dead, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did get my uh, Ron Mysterio, Ray Mysterio. <laughs> Ron Mysterio Jr. Ron. Jericho making fun of him. Is that what it was from? Yeah, he called him. Like, it was like, uh, he went in WCW when he used to make fun of people, Jericho called him Ron Mysterio Jr. <laughs> and he was like, this is the man of a thousand holds. He was the man of a thousand and four holds, Jericho. <laughs> I was listening to a Conan documentary. He got, like, really pissed when they wanted him to take his mask off. That was an angle. He actually was without his mask for a while. Oh, right. yeah. In right. WCW, it was terrible. Yeah, that was like the rap is crap angle mm-hmm. with Hennig. Rap is crap. But that's just like <laughs> another reason why like WCW made wrong decisions. Well, it's like that's a huge like marketing thing. Like the mask itself sells itself. Yeah, it's kind of like a sin. You can't do that. I was watching something. I think it's like Wrestling with Regret. It's a YouTube channel. And they just recently talked about the whole Eddie Guerrero dying angle that they went with and how they gave the title to Rey Mysterio out of (laughs) tribute to to Eddie Guerrero. And it's like how fucked up that is. Eddie really died. And then they used that as an angle to give him the belt and then they like embarrass Chavo and embarrass Vicky Guerrero like all based on Eddie like made it a whole angle it was like really crazy I mean WWE was just fucked up I mean the, sometimes they're it, it's like the soap opera thing you know yeah it's like all my children episode or something <laughs> or it's just like Jesus Christ these people are a mess 
Yeah, I think uh, Chavo is, I don't know, is he even around anymore? What's with that guy? Where is he? Uh, He is in Lucha Underground now, which Lucha Underground is like a its own little independent promotion where they got TV and everything. And uh, Rey Mysterio's over there. Um, Alberto Del Rio was there for a little bit. Didn't he come back? He came back. Yeah. People were, like, freaking out on Nintendo age. Well, it was just funny because... John Cena did his whole U.S. title defense, doing hour matches with fucking Kevin Owens, like match of the year candidates and shit. And then Del Rio comes back because everyone knows Cena's leaving. Del Rio comes back and beats him in like five seconds. <laughs> like it was just, it was just like Weird. really it was like Cena how he does his WrestleMania moments and everything, and somehow Del Rio beat him very fast. Yeah, I hate how they do that. Like it's the continuity doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, it's wrestling, of course, but still, it's, like, funny. Well, you know the new thing with wrestling right now is that Seth Rollins got injured. Legitimately got injured at a house show versus Kane, and he's out for six to eight months. So they stripped him of the title, and they're doing a title tournament. Oh, so he's the next one after, what's the guy with the beard's name? Yes, guy. Daniel Bryan. So then he got injured, too. That's the whole thing, though, that... CM Punk was saying, like, they work him too fucking hard, man. So, Rollins is injured, Brian's injured, Cena's taking off time, Rusev's injured, and Randy Orton's injured. They push him way That's too hard. That's five, like, top dudes that are all out right now. So, who are they going with? That's going to make for an interesting tournament. They better pay Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he actually mentioned in his podcast with Austin that he's paid to just do scheduled appearances. Yeah. That's in his contract, actually. So, I mean, they better pay Brock Lesnar and be a fucking champ again. That was CM Punk's problem. He's like, Oh, yeah. Where is Brock on Monday? I don't see Brock anywhere, and you're and I'm, like, injured and dying here, and he's getting paid more than all of us. <laughs> so, fuck you guys. And then he left. I don't blame him, really, because he's like, I'm the one who's holding this shit together. And you're, like, sitting here, like, worshiping Brock. It's kind of true, though. The funniest thing I heard from that podcast, I don't know if it was on that episode or a later one, is that <laughs> Colt Cabana, which is his buddy, yeah, who the podcast that CM Punk was on, he was saying that C- that CM Punk is such a cheap bastard that I think he called him a cheap Jew. Actually, I remember <laughs> he's, that part. Yeah. he's such a cheap bastard that he's never gonna go broke. He's gonna be set for the rest of his life for what he made in WWE. Yeah, they're saying like you could on twenty bucks, you'd last him like a week or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so, with as much money as he made, like he's basically got you know Cubs and Blackhawks season tickets for whatever sporting event he goes to, and, and he probably doesn't even have to pay for those because he's CM Punk. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I'm assuming that his UFC is going to fizzle out. He might prove me wrong. Have you heard anything after the, the one big interview he had? He continually does interviews, and they keep they haven't given a date, and they, I think they're pushing it back. He's supposed to do it before the end of the year, and they're they're pushing it back. They so. shaved his head, and everyone was saying, <laughs> the, the thing I took from that, <laughs> he looks like Phil Collins. Like, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> that was the highest-rated comment, like. Well, because he shaved his head during his last, like, six months as champ. So, and then he let his hair grow out again. He's doing his ass fucking kick. He's probably getting paid for every appearance. So, I mean, shit. Let him milk it. I guess, it. but... <laughs>
I'm a fan of them. I actually really like CM Punk. It's just like I hate it when people draw it out like that. Like Brock yeah. didn't draw it out like that. Brock just got in the fucking mix and did it. Well, he's also a freaking Mack truck. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas CM Punk is it's going not. to need a lot of training if he doesn't want to go out there and embarrass himself. Well, he said that in the interview. He's like, I'm not going to do good, probably. I just want to do this. I feel it's right. And that's yeah. cool. I mean, he's real. And I think he doesn't want to go out there and get killed. My problem <laughs> is just don't overhype it because people are going to get burned out. Well, yeah. It's more for his. It's more for him than I'm saying this. I really think he should just fight the Green Power Ranger, Jason David Frank. Just, kidding, just, <laughs> just fight the fight the Green Power Ranger. It'll draw even more money because there's a whole online thing which is hilarious about it. Uh, the Green Power Ranger challenged CM Punk multiple times, and they've went back and forth in the news. And he's like, "Who the fuck? What Power Ranger challenged me?" That's what CM Punk said. <laughs> and like then that made. Jason David Frank, man, because he's like, we talked at fucking conventions. Don't act like you don't know me. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's, try- he's like, you're trying to act all cool in front of your UFC friends. And he's like, and he said his, like, Jason David Frank has a pretty good record for MMA. He's been fighting for a long time. Like, he's a legitimate martial artist. So, like, he would probably mar- mop the floor with CM Punk, who's untrained. However, CM Punk's going to have multiple years under his belt of training before he even gets into a octagon so who's to say who's to say no i hope he does good yeah i i hope he i hope he doesn't get killed <laughs> like that's just me i his promos are fucking like ace though he's an amazing stick man and i think yeah. that's like the thing that sucks that he's gone yeah they just lost their best like promo guy well the current best promo guy now is kevin owens who was kevin steen in the indies when we were watching seth Rollins is pretty good too Kill, Steen, kill. Kill, Steen, kill. So, like, yeah, like, no one's left. It's kind of like the ECW when they got cleaned out by WWF, E, whatever. So, so basically, if they don't give the belt or make a legitimate contender out of Kevin Owens, I don't see where anything's going because he's the only bad guy. Like, he is the only heel. Besides the, um, well, I don't, I guess you could call the, uh, the Wyatt family. They're kind of faces, though, like, in a way. But they're ingrained with The Undertaker right now in a huge story. I wouldn't say faith. They're over. Yeah. But, no, they, they can't go into the title picture because they're ingrained in a storyline with The Undertaker. Right yeah, because they took him away on SummerSlam. Yeah. The whole Survivor Series thing, which is when the tournament's going down, okay. is all built around Taker versus Bray Wyatt. Well, that's cool because it gives Survivor Series the meaning that it should have, surviving through a series of something. Yeah, so they're going to have a, a classic traditional Survivor Series match, which is like Undertaker and whoever he has versus the Wyatt family. That's cool. And then they're going to have the title tournament. Oh, that's cool. That might be the best pay-per-view of the year. Then. So what bad guys do they have? I wasn't really impressed with the WrestleMania this year, actually. Yeah, because WrestleMania was, was good. I, I didn't like how they worked the Sting match. No, I didn't like the Sting match either, because he just had him lose to Triple H, and that's why. But anyway, yeah, I think that should be a cool Survivor Series, too. But, like, what bad guys does WWE have right now besides for Kevin Owens? Here's the craziness is WWE right now is where WCW was back in the Monday Night Wars. Their ratings are dying. 
Like right now, they're giving away, and this is why, because they're giving away tickets now. That's how you can tell. For real? They're they're giving away raw tickets and event tickets and shit like WCW. When I went and saw Nitro with like my dad and my cousin Dave and everything for his birthday, we got free tickets. Nitro used to sell out because they give away free tickets. That's what Raw is doing now. Uh... They have like the worst ratings in a long time. And it's getting worse and worse. So I think they're going to have to cut back a lot. And I think they should make it more special. Like, you can't constantly be doing stuff. Otherwise, it gets boring. You can't have the end of the world every day. Yeah. And, like, they've been trying to, you know, recreate the wheel every day for the last millennia. (laughs) Like, they've been doing it constantly. They went from, you know, four major pay-per-views a year to... 12 to even more sometimes 14 a year and now they don't do pay-per-views they just do the network and as soon as they did the network that company vince mcmahon went from a billionaire back down to a millionaire so <laughs> he's not a billionaire anymore oh no not a while ago he's lost a lot of money in that fucking oh, wow i didn't know that well because the thing is is that they projected to the the shareholders that they're going to have this many subscribers so that way they could justify cutting pay-per-view expenses and they didn't even get a fraction of that. Nine ninety nine. Like, nah, it didn't catch on. And like, I don't even. I don't have the WWE Network. <laughs> I know you don't. No, it's cool, but I mean, I don't really. If it, I could find ways to get what I want, I don't need that. Well, yeah, that's the the thing. <laughs> that's the first thing is the 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 way of the internet has killed it a lot. Yeah. But the other side is is even live attendance records are doing bad. So. I don't know. I just think they're in a slump currently, and it's going to take a little bit of a resurgence coming up. But it's it's not for lack of talent, because the talent that's in WWE is amazing. I, I think it's just a lull of interest in with the general fans. Like, the little kids aren't into it as much. It's not trendy and popular. Just going back to the, the NWO thing, I mean, it's... It's just like think about back then how like kids had like nitro parties in our high school like I mean it was, yeah it was insane and you just had that friction between two companies you had the competition you had these great ideas and like I don't really see any torch bearers who are like taking it taking the torch and like running with it like no they kind of like just were in a certain area or a certain place at the right time and caught on like wildfire thank you for listening to vgbs we appreciate everybody taking the time to get through this whole uh, arduous podcast we love it thank you thank you thank you if you want to correspond with us you can email us at vgbspodcast at gmail.com but we also have a phone number it is 262264vgbs you can leave us a voicemail Use a text message. Um, whatever you want to do, correspond. Also, comment on us. Shoot us a message on Facebook, Twitter, Google+. We love hearing what people um, think about the podcast. All right. See you later. Woo. Later.